The following podcast contains strong language and adult themes and is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Sheriff Ridge. Hmm. Take a listen. Good night. Nobody. You hear that? Yeah. And? That's Nicholas Prophet, giving one of his sermons. This was recorded late last night during one of the radio blasts put out by the Aurora Cult. Listen. A page of nothingness, of erasure, of death. A page that is blank, except for two words. Good night. Nobody. That same phrase... Good night, nobody, was tattooed on the forearm of Sandy Evans, the first victim. I'm going to tell you again. She wasn't the first victim of whatever it is you're chasing. She died of a bear mauling. You look at the crime scene photos, you look at the coroner's report, you tell me different. We've got a mark on a femur that matches up with the bite mark of a grizzly. You're saying you don't see any reason to question Nicholas Prophet? Well, I don't like him. I want him gone. Makes people nervous shouting on the radio trying to recruit people into his nightmare. Okay. Well, we've reviewed the case files for Sandy Evans and Jessica Riley. I mean, you might have made up your mind about a bear being responsible, but our understanding of what's happening in Burns is, uh, more elastic. You came here because a bunch of fishermen got murdered on a boat. Correct. You have a suspect, this guy Logan. Correct. You know, he roughed up the dirty shame one night. Got thrown in the drunk tank. Why didn't you tell us that before? You've been here, what, not even two full days and you think you know everything? I'm not here to hold your hand. Logan's got a history of violence. You think he's got something to do with those girls dying? By all means, haul his ass in. You think the Aurora cult's got something to do with those girls dying? By all means, haul their asses in. So, you're acknowledging a serial killer might be at work? I would appreciate it if you wouldn't use a term like that in public. People are worked up enough as it is. All I'm acknowledging is I want Logan and Nicholas Prophet scrubbed clean from this town, and you gone. Marvel's Wolverine, The Long Night. Chapter 3, Underground. Pierce? Mm-hmm. Check this out. Find something on profit? I still don't know who he is, but I did dig this up. Video posted to YouTube. It's from about 10 weeks ago. Hmm. Demonstration that took place in the town square. We wear black because we guard ourselves in the fabric of the night. We remain hooded because we choose to live humbly in the night's shadow. It is sacred and crepuscular. 
Christians shall serve as our dusk altar. But the town of Burns did not choose us, friends and brethren. There are those who wish we would leave. We are not welcome here, but we are needed here. We can protect you if you only give us a chance. But we will not leave. We are your guardians. And that is why we are here today in this town square, so that we can be seen and so that we can be heard and so that we can be understood. Oh, do you see? Oh, oh, look, the police have come. You see them? You see them? No, 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 no. I want you to look at them, friends and brethren. That's right. Look, yes, look at them. Look right into their eyes and show them we are unafraid. There are those here who wish to intimidate us. We will not be intimidated. There is evil at work here, and we are its enemy. Now soon the leaves will turn blood red. Already the air, it has ice in it. And in anticipation of the long night, we will now make an offering. Sister, it is done. What better way to acknowledge the night than to silence the trumpet of the sun? Sister, I offer you this blade. I silence thee. I consume thee. There will be more sacrifices in anticipation of the ultimate sacrifice. But in the meantime, we wish you all good night. Hold on. What? Right there. What? That woman. Up on the podium with Prophet, the one who killed the rooster. She's wearing a hood. Rewind a second. There. The sun hits her face there. You see her? Recognize her? Is that our second Vic? That's our second Vic. Jessica Riley. Tree is where the crime scene begins. I've got the case file for Jessica Riley. I'm going to walk out the diagram. Uh-huh. We've got two hours before our interview with her parents. So, Riley's live out on Battle Creek Road. I can drive you after we finish up here. We didn't get much out of the father on the phone, but he said his daughter got caught up with Aurora for a few weeks and then quit. Well, that's motive. She quits the cult. Maybe she knows something about what they're up to, so they kill her off. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe. Well, what do you think, Bobby? I thought we were looking for Logan. We are. Then why are you asking all these questions about the cult? We're going to be asking questions about everyone. You were here when the crime scene was fresh, Bobby. Help us see it the way it was. Uh, it was the the first time that the sheriff asked me to do anything outside of the traffic beat, so I was excited at first. First time you've seen a dead body? Uh, no. I've... What? What are you going to say? I mean, yes. Yeah, outside of a funeral, yes. Okay. So she was hiking? Jogging. Uh, she was a jogger. We're only 100 yards from the parking lot. She didn't make it far. Did she run here often? No clue. Why does that matter? It's the difference between a crime of premeditation and a crime of opportunity. So you're sure this wasn't a bear attack? A bear attack is implausible given the frequency of attacks and the common profile among all the Vicks. So some late season tourists found Jessica here. What happened then? Uh, yeah, so I was on a patrol when the call came in. I pulled up maybe a half hour later to the trailhead. 
Sheriff Rich's Bronco was already here and uh, the forensics fan. And I could see, you know, um, up ahead, above the trees, the eagles, the bald eagles. Everybody thinks of them as beautiful, right? But well, they're actually scavengers. And well, when I got here, they were circling overhead. It was bad. I don't even know how to... What did you see? Over here, I remember um, a purple shorts. You you have the case file, you have the photos. We came out here with a lot of little bags, okay? Between you and me, I didn't sleep right for days. Did you collect days anything now. else? Uh, I don't know, there was a bear trap. A bear trap? We're on a hiking trail, why would there be a bear trap? Yeah. Well, I suppose somebody might have been taking it into the back country. When I saw it, it was uh, lying near the forensics van. Was it bloody? Everything was bloody. Everything. You're looking at me like you're afraid I'm going to start crying or something. Don't worry, we got all the crying out of us a while back. Can you make a list of Jessica's friends, including the ones that she dated? She never really had anyone steady. Well, no, no, there was that boy they used to call her all the time uh, during dinner and, well, even in the middle of the night. And she would drop everything and leave. Do you have a name? No, we asked, but uh, she said that just because she was still living here didn't mean we owned her. Well, maybe her friends will know. Yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. Mr. Riley, you work at the cannery down by the docks, is that right? 20 years, started on the line, then drove the forklift. Now I'm in the office. Uh, I'm, if you're down on the docks, I'm wondering if you've ever crossed paths with a man named Logan. Yeah, another one you mean, short fella. And any interactions with him? Just seeing him on and off the boat. But you don't think... He had anything to do with what happened to Jessica, do you? We don't. You're asking all these questions, but they're the wrong ones. The person you should be hunting down before I go and gut him myself is that Nicholas Prophet. Hmm. Why did Jessica join Aurora? Uh, Jessica. She, uh, she was an anxious soul. Um, hated to be alone. She joined the track team in high school, started running all the time. So much she once passed out on the side of the road. Oh, things were really bad there for a while. And then she got the religious bug. Now, we're not church people ourselves, but, you know, we figured it might be good for, you know, Christian camps and youth groups and the like. But uh, church wasn't enough, just like her family wasn't enough. And soon after, Aurora came to town, and she joined up with them. Well, we came and got her, you know. Oh, we went out to that loony bin, that, 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 that compound of theirs. I thought you said she quit. Same difference. Mm-hmm. We went in and we stole her home. And what made you do that? Uh, she'd been with them about a month when they had this nutjob demonstration downtown. Prophet made her slit the neck of a rooster, let it 
bleed out all over her. I hated that for the whole town to see her like that. The cult, they drive around in this school bus painted black. When they marched out of the town square and lined up to board it, we chased after them. Before she got tugged along by that crowd, before she climbed up board that black bus and it rolled away. Come on, honey. We love you. She paused. And she turned and looked at us. And she said a word. A single word. Good night. It was later that night I'd gone to get her. Crawford, get out here and bring Jessica with you. Brought a few friends with me. All was packing. Crawford, I know you're in there. You should have seen that son of a bitch, Prophet. Jessica, come on. Ow. You're coming home. Dad, Dad. I threatened to break his back, stomp out his teeth, make him swallow a few rounds of buckshot, but he didn't so much as flinch. He grinned at me, grinned so wide I could see the shine of the fillings in his molders, and you know what he said. I look forward to wishing your family a good night. Why do you guys keep making me wait outside? We, we appreciate you, Bobby. You've been very helpful, but uh, Burns PD's had their chance, and I think we might get, you know, more honest answers without you there. But what if these guys are dangerous? You you might need me, and... Well, it would be really cool if I could be a bigger part of the investigation. So that you can tell Ridge what we're up to? What? Uh, I don't... No, no, no. I, I just want to observe. I, I want to learn. We're here. The Aurora Compound. Now, let me guess, you just want me to sit here and... Keep an eye out. This is Special Agent Tad Marshall. We'd like to speak with Nicholas Prophet. somebody's home. Up ahead. Elevator. Let's go. Going down, I guess. 
frat house down here. Hello? Good night to you all. Uh, good night. Uh, what's your name? We are the Aurora. Okay. Uh, you live down here in the dark? <laughs> Look up. There's light. The only light that matters, the light of heaven. Right, so the Christmas lights are supposed to be the Aurora, and you think that's some version of heaven? There's a glimpse of the next world, a seam. A gateway that only opens for the worthy. Uh, Can you take us to profit? Follow me. You will notice the longer you're down here that in the absence of vision, your whole body becomes a receiver. Your other senses take over, like sound, like touch. Put your hands on me again. I will break your fingers. As you wish. <laughs> Wait here. Prophet will be with you shortly. Okay. I think they're all still in the I mean, what better way to keep his followers alive? Good evening, friends. Come in, come in. You're welcome here. Please, come in. Prophet, I need you to listen to this. Good night, nobody. What does that mean? Ah, uh, I recorded that message in this same studio. Please ah, sit. Yes. I am so pleased you were listening. I am so pleased you have heard the call and answered. You know that uh, Sandy Evans had that same phrase, good night, nobody, tattooed onto her arm. Do you know Sandy? It is beautifully empty and pure, don't you think? The most terrifying and beautiful line in, in all of literature. And it is accompanied, by the way, perfectly by a blank page. Nothingness. Mm. <clears throat> but, no, I, I don't know Sandy Evans. I have never known Sandy Evans. I did not kill Sandy Evans or Jessica Riley. But you don't sound very sad about them. Well, it's everyone's destiny to die. We can only hope the Aurora accepts our soul when that day comes. Okay. Have you ever met a man named Logan? I have. He came here. Why? It doesn't matter why he thought he came or why you think you come now, because even if you don't recognize it yet, you are drawn to us for a reason. You are attracted to our beliefs. You know you should fear the coming night, and you know you should trust that we can help you transcend it. What did Logan want? That I can't tell you. But I believe that he is what this town deserves. Collusion, obstruction of justice. What else can we throw at this guy, Agent Marshall? I'm sure if we search the compound, we could bring up a few more charges. You would only be wasting your time. <laughs> I uh, answer to forces greater than your government. Right. <sighs> okay, so when is this long night you keep talking about? Soon. How soon? September 22nd, the equinox. And what happens then? Before darkness falls, the death of the sun makes the sky bleed red. Oh, come on. No more bad poetry. Just talk. 
Why did Loken come here? To threaten you? To ask for your help? Just speak. Well, bad cop. I mean, Logan is a killer of men. You should fear him, as well as fearing the night. Okay, but what is this? Is he hiding here? You're not protecting him, are you? No. What's behind that door? Well, come. I'll show you. Nothing can be claimed. The cold will break pipes, birds will shatter windows, roots will buckle sidewalks. See, humans want to conquer what's wild, but what's wild won't allow it. Consider this very warehouse. Do you know why we were able to buy it so cheaply and easily? Well, why? <laughs> it was condemned. <laughs> It was built over a cave system that made the foundation unstable. All right, right. How big is this place? We are standing in the main chamber of the cave. It stretches on for more than a mile. Uh, side passages branch off it. And, uh, Do you have any ammo stock down here? No, we prefer the blade. Why here? Why come to burn specifically? Have you ever heard of ley lines, Agent Marshall? No. They're channels of spiritual energy. They, they converge here. Now, I, I'm not the first person to consider this a very holy and dangerous place. Are there other exits? I'm sorry? Do these caves lead anywhere? Are there other ways to get out other than the freight elevator? There are other exits, yes. The cave has many eyes and many mouths. So that means that when you feed us an alibi saying you were here, you could have been somewhere else. One never knows, does one. We're going to need to borrow that knife of yours. Yeah, of course. What's your name? Nicholas Prophet. Not your real name. What is real? Quit the mumbo jumbo. What, what did you used to go by? What, what, where did you come from? <laughs> well, whoever I used to be has vanished. That name has faded. You see my fingers? No, can't see much of anything. Well, then come, feel them. Your fingertips, they're, they're burned. Oh. Okay, look, you've gone through a lot of trouble to hide. You moved to the edge of the world, you burrowed into the ground, you changed your name, erased your fingerprints. The people in this town hate you. Two women with a connection to you are dead. The sheriff wants you gone. If you have information about these murders... Or Logan... You should tell us. You need an ally. I am a custodian and messenger of the night. And the sheriff is the custodian and the messenger of the Langrocks. The Langrocks? The fishing and lumber family? Yes, the very same. If the sheriff doesn't want us here, it's because the Langrocks don't want us here. Ask yourself why. And then... Ask them the same. Why would the Langrocks... It is time. Ah, thank you. Uh, will you join us? The night has come, and so we must go forth to greet you with a sacrifice. To appease me. Or it will consume us all. Please. Okay. You first.
Brown Bear Inn, home sweet home. Agent Marshall. Agent Marshall. Yeah. How long have you been in there? It's like a sauna in here. Yeah, it's just the mold in that cave. Let's see if it get clean. How'd the recording turn out? I spliced in commentary. I'm about to upload it to the cloud. Here, take a listen. The cult filed out of the warehouse and stood in a circle. There were 73 of them all together. Profit stood in the center. You made an offer for the team to run the images to the facial recognition database? I want all these cult members ID'd. Of course. But it's Profit that's red flagged as the priority. I didn't notice it at first. I was too caught up in observing the cult's curious behavior. The spiritual ecstasy that seemed to be guiding them. But then I saw the sky. It was busy with color, the northern lights. Everyone had their hands up in the air. Their whole bodies seemed to be extended toward the aurora. They were straining so hard as if they could touch it. And then I'm still not sure how to process this next part. It was a deer. It appeared at the edge of the clearing. I thought it was curious about their chanting. I thought it would dart away once it caught our scent, but it came forward. And the people made way, and it entered the center of the circle. He reached out his hand, and then another. He was petting the deer, stroking its muzzle, scratching it behind its ears, and then... He broke its neck. tightened. Everyone gathered around the deer in a huddle. We couldn't see. What'd you get off Prophet's dagger? Well, it's been thoroughly cleaned and honed to a keen edge. I've scanned and swabbed. We'll upload all biochemical data with the image files. Prophet pointed the finger at Ridge as a servant of the Langrocks. I think it's time we sat down with him. That's our tomorrow. Get it? Hello? Who is this? Heard you've been asking around about me. Logan. Don't. Wolverine, The Long Night, starring Richard Armitage as Wolverine, directed by Brendan Baker, assistant directed by Chloe Prasinos, produced by Jenny Radlett and Daniel Fink, written by Benjamin Percy. Scott Adsit as Sheriff Ridge, Bob Balaban as Joseph Langrock, Zoe Chow as Mallory, Otto Isando as Agent Marshall, Celia Keenan-Bolger as Agent Pierce, Andrew Keenan-Bolger as Bobby. Brian Stokes Mitchell as Prophet, 
Jordan Bridges as Cult Heckler, Michael J. Berg as Mr. Riley, Hallie Charlton as Jessica Riley, Kathleen Garrett as Mrs. Riley, Kumiko Konishi as Cult Member, Lucia Struess as Crowd Member. Our associate producer is Chloe Wilson. Our production manager is Emily Pontecorvo, casting by Shana Markowitz. Our recording engineer is Colin Alexander, production assistants from Stephanie Kariuki, Carly Krim, and Frank Cooper. Original composition by Deiru, additional music by Max Spranzi. Sound design and mixing by Brendan Baker and Chloe Presinos. Post-production services provided by Phenomophon. Production legal by Eric Spiegelman, Lindsay Bowen, and Michaela Gross. Executive produced by Dan Buckley, Joe Quesada, Dan Silver, Axel Alonzo, and Chris Bannon. Our executive editor is Peter Clowney. Marvel's consulting producers are Harry Goh and Sarah Amos. Special thanks to CDM Studios, Matt Gorley, Parabolic Studios, SAG-AFTRA, and Wagon Road Camp. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. Wolverine is a production of Marvel and Stitcher. 